Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Renette. Today we're talking with three local nonprofits, Naperville JCs, TEDx Naperville, and Path to Recovery Foundation. Watching Spotlight, and today I'm joined by Miranda Barfus and Matt Whalen of the Naperville JC. So, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, super happy to have you. And, Miranda, I'm going to just kick it off with you. Mm-hmm. Who are the Naperville JCs? Well, JCs is an international young persons organization, uh, and it's short for the International Junior Chamber. Naperville is the, one of the largest chapters in Illinois, one of the largest chapters in the Midwest, and we're very proud. Yeah, I, you know, I think we hear the Naperville JCs. I'm not sure we always connect it as a junior board at the chamber, right? Yeah, and our mission is um, leadership development through community service, and so that mission is carrying out all throughout the world. Okay, interesting. So, Matt, leadership through community service. Tell us a little bit about the community service that the Naperville JCs do here in town. Yeah, we support the community in a lot of different ways. We have a philanthropy committee that will um, go out and look for volunteer opportunities for the members. Uh, we also put on a lot of different fundraisers throughout the year, our largest being the last fling, which is over Labor Day weekend. And the money that we make goes into the community through our donations committee and our food giving committee. We also have a distinguished service awards that we host every year to uh, support the outstanding people in the community. And then recently we started selling uh, commemorative bricks for our for the Naperville JC Smart Park. Yeah, now that was a wonderful launch this year and uh, certainly a, an amenity that I know I've enjoyed. Mm. And, I, and I think it is important because you raise a lot of money, but it's all being given away right. to other not-for-profits, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. We exactly. give it all away. Yeah. <laughs> so now um, you've talked a little bit about the community service map, but Miranda, talk about that leadership part, right? Because that's an important component of the JCs. Yes. The, the leadership development part is that you can take any role to chair any of those committees that he mentioned, the philanthropy committee, the donation committee, serve on them, become a chair later, and then maybe ascend to the board of directors, then maybe take on an officer role, then maybe become the president. (laughs) You can really build leadership skills, practice a lot of leadership skills in the JCs by giving back to the community all the time. And it provides a nice alternative to people that maybe don't get all those opportunities at work as they're up and coming in their careers. They can really develop this through volunteering in an organized way with the JCs. Yeah, and I think that's really nice now that you gave us your life story. As that's how oh, you yeah, worked, right. your, you worked your whole way up, right? As the presidente. Um, but I think what's really interesting too is you you provide. I mean, you have those leadership. You've got the community service, but you also and I see this all the time. There's a great camaraderie. There's mm-hmm. a great social piece. You really cut across a lot of industries, a lot of different professions. So I would think that that really is a bonus. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's kind of one of the benefits of, of being a member is you get to get to know people that maybe you, you didn't get to meet at work just through different... Uh, oh, yeah. We yeah. build friendships with people you never would have met otherwise. Right. Okay. So, Matt, how did you get involved? <laughs> I think like a lot of people, I got involved with other friends that were members that uh, encouraged me to join, and then I, I joined, and I'm so happy I did. Like we just talked about, you know, getting to meet so many new friends that you wouldn't have met through work or through other outlets and hobbies. Um, it's also been it's been a really good leadership development thing for me, I think, as well, being able to, you know, chair committees, be on the board, help out with different events, 
And then, um, and then, yeah, I think just being able to volunteer with people and do things that are going to directly impact the community is great. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, Miranda, talk a little bit about your journey because you've, you've been around the JCs for a long time. You have worked through all sorts of different positions. So talk a little bit about the impact that's had on your life. It really has given more to my life than I ever would have expected. You know, I got, got involved um, through work, you know, giving through community service was encouraged through work. But then it now it has very little to do with my work, but it has so much more to do with uh, my personal life. I mean, many, many of my friends are in the JCs. Many, many of my connections are through the JCs. And a lot of the skills and leadership and confidence I've built has been through working in roles in the JCs. Yeah. And it's a supportive environment, right? It really is. Yeah. yeah. So talk a little bit, you know, this 2019 was a big year. Mm -hmm. 2020, what are you looking forward to there? What are the plans for the Naperville JCs? Well, we're really excited about 2020. We want to really grow our membership. You know, every, every year we need a whole new crew of young people to join the JCs because we have a whole bunch of people who age out at the age of 41. They stay on as ambassador members. It's kind of mind-numbing to think they age out at 41, right? They become roosters, right? Is that right? Have I got that That's right? That's right. Okay. They're ambassador All members, right. which we call roosters, and they stay very involved, help with a lot of our um, activities and everything. But when, and a lot of people become really involved towards those later years. So when they do rooster out, we need a whole bunch of new members to come and join us at uh, younger ages, which is great. So we're going to be working on that a lot in the upcoming year. We're also going, we're looking forward to all the changes and all of the growth was happening with the last fling. Last fling 2020 was a big um, emphasis of a strategic analysis we did. And so we're looking forward to having that be bigger, better and um, lucrative and fantastic for the community as ever. Um, and as well as maintaining all of our additional committees, giving a lot of money away to the community, having a great distinguished service awards, um, doing a lot of service projects, and continuing to um, enjoy that smart park in the community. Yeah, well, and I know, I mean, we, we were lucky enough to be the recipient of that uh, uh, award many years ago, mm -hmm. but it really meant a lot to us. It was a really nice statement about the role that we were playing in the community, and I know I've seen a number of individuals. Mm -hmm. It's You're very thoughtful in who you select, and I think that's really nice as well. Um, where do you meet? We meet at the Naperville VFW, second Tuesday of every month at 7.30 p.m. Okay, and Matt, if we wanted to get involved, how, how would we do that? What's uh, the process? Uh, check us out on Facebook or the website naperjcs.org, and like she said, mm -hmm. we meet every second Tuesday of the month, and if anyone just, wants to join and just drop in, just drop just in, just drop in, and and is you know so we drop in. Is there a process for actually becoming a full member, or pretty much as if you're there, you're a member? How does that work? Uh, basically, uh, go to two to two meetings. Doesn't need to be in a row. Mm -hmm. And then you get sworn in, pay your dues, and you're a member. That's right. Okay. So two meetings. Okay. Two meetings, we're in, and That's then right. we age out when we're 41. Yep. Yeah, but and you we can still go. come to meetings because you still, want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I think that's nice, right? Yes. I think that's nice. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming by. We really appreciate it. It's always good to hear about what the Naperville JCs are up to, and we wish you all the best for 2020. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. If you would like to learn more about the Naperville JCs, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay with us. We'll be right back with more spotlight. Timing is everything, especially when it comes to your business. Whether you're ready to start up or expand out, running a business is challenging. You deserve a trusted partner. At Busey, we tailor our approach to your unique needs and help you navigate financial decisions, achieve your goals, 
and realize your dreams of success. Your dreams shouldn't wait. Busey, your dream, our promise. Well, there's so many things that I'm always thankful for. I mean, of course, you know, family and living in this great community. I think this year I'm much more mindful, so therefore I'm much more grateful for the adults my children are becoming, that they are smart and they're funny and they give back to the communities in which they live. I am thankful for my tribe of mom friends. I'm thankful that I have wonderful women that I can hang out with, um, spend time with our kids on the good days, the bad days, play dates mom's night outs, coffee dates, all that good stuff. This holiday season, I'm thankful for the partnership uh, that I have with my husband and the life that we've built together. We have two healthy, happy children, and that's all that this mom could ask for. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays from the Moms Network. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and joining me now from TEDx Naperville are Arthur Zards and James Chesterfield. So welcome to the set. Hello. Hey. Hey, we are super glad, and you brought your carpet, Arthur. Yes. I, it, I am it just so, so excited that you brought the TEDx carpet right here. So I feel that we can really have a conversation. This now. is where the ideas happen, right here. Right here. I could yeah. have a new one immediately, but we're going to start off. Tell us about TEDx Naperville. What is it? TEDx Stable is a platform, it's licensed from the TED organization for TED Talks, and it's an opportunity for us to put people in the community on stage to share an idea that's worth spreading. And it could be a three-minute idea or an 18-minute idea. That's the maximum amount of time they have to share it. Okay, and why did you get involved? Why, why do you do it? Uh, I'm tired of people saying that in Naperville that, that are outside of Naperville saying, oh, you guys live in a bubble, you know, the, like we're some like special little something privileged community. And I know so many people that are so passionate about this community and about what they're doing, that, that love what they're doing, that are giving back to the community. And I know what they're doing, and we have the opportunity to put those people on stage and share what's happening. Because, and, it, and it just, I can go on and on, but that's, that's the passion point. We can put people on our stage that are making a difference in our community and have them share that with everybody. Yeah, it's a really nice platform. I mean, having come this year and, and heard a lot of really excellent speakers, it's a wonderful platform and it's just, it, it really opens up your mind to lots of different things, right? Mm -hmm. um, you had an interesting theme this year, which I'm gonna kind of jump to James because James is theme master, right? That's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so tell us about maybe this year's theme, but, but why the importance of having a theme each time? Yeah, so for those who don't quite know, we have a theme every single year, and while it does help sell the conference and everything, it's about kind of creating the aesthetic design and building up what the, uh, what the conference really means to people. And so it's like a banner that people can rally behind, but it also allows our entire uh, staff, all the organizers and volunteers, to be able to like build the aesthetic for okay. what this thing is really going to mean. Well, and I thought, I mean, you, you have an amazing little booklet that, you know, has all the speakers in it and everything. I mean, the graphics were incredible. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, really uh, nicely done. But it is, it is a focal point. And, and you, I, I noticed that you come back to it after every single talk. I mean, you really weave that into the whole day event, right? Yeah, and there, things are really meant to um, kind of inspire an audience and inspire the speakers to kind of, like, push themselves to do better. Uh, this year's was For the Curious. 
Um, and it was really kind of like a cheers to the audience and to all the people who are just curiosity-minded. And those are really the people who like TEDx Naperville is for. Okay. Now, Arthur, you've done it. This year was your 10-year anniversary, yes. right? Um, what do you think the impact has been over that decade here in Naperville because of TEDx Naperville? You know, it, it's hard for me to guess, and, and I only hear little bits and pieces throughout the years. You know, one, one somebody will come up to me on the sidewalk and saying, it changed my life. I'm like, yeah, thank you for being polite. They're like, no, 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 it changed my life. Uh, and, and I talked to him, and I found out that it did. Uh, Rich Wostocki, the detective, I ran into him uh, this summer, and he's like, dude, you changed my life. I'm like, I did? I didn't change your life. He's like, thanks for that talk. He's like, I retired early, and I started a whole new business about you know, kids, cyber crimes and kids being safe online. Uh, Tim Ryan, and it, it accelerated his career. Tim Ryan talked about the opiate. You know, sometimes the ideas are not fun ideas. They're serious ideas about sure. the opiate uh, issue that we have. And Tim Ryan's been, been launched where he's doing more and more engagements. He's in California now speaking about the opiate issues with, with kids. And you know, we had Daryl Davis, who's a, a global speaker on Naperville, who talked about the, a lot of great feedback on, on race relations, where he openly reaches out. He's black, and he openly reaches out to members of the KKK and starts a dialogue, and over time they become his friend and they leave the Klan. And that's the impact that, I, that, that we love to give because his talk just hit 5 million views. That's uh, incredible. And what I love is that for people that say that, oh, in Naperville, you guys are in a bubble. Hey, we had somebody talking about race, serious race issues, and he's a global speaker, 5 million views. That's not a bubble. So, Arthur, I mean, you know, you're, just, you're talking there about, you know, 5 million views. That's a huge number of people paying attention to those conversations. And mm -hmm. I think what I, I think is also fascinating is it's not about just the speakers who are having their conversations and, and sharing their thoughts, but you really try to encourage a lot of people to have interaction within the audience as well, right? There's a whole part of the day that is beyond just the people that are standing on this red circle. Yeah. So say a little bit more about that. Yeah, I tell people, uh, watching a TED Talk on Online is like watching the Cubs win the World Series behind your computer by yourself versus being in the bleachers. And we, on the day of the event, we call it like giving the gift of time, where you're dedicated, you have a full day to watch anywhere from 12 to 15 speakers. And we do a lot of tricks and design to get people interactive. Our, our, our biggest hope is that I'm watching a, a talk, I'm inspired by, by you speaking on the red carpet like this. I bump into this guy, I don't know who he is. Oh, hey, what did you think of this talk? And you start talking about it. And you're not talking about sports, you're not talking about weather, you're talking about an idea. And we've had, uh, I've heard about a lot of relationships that have been built, business being done, and people take action from that. And so many people are stuck in the day-to-day the -day that they kind of need to be jostled. Hey, for this day, it's about ideas. You don't know, we don't even tell people what the ideas are about, just the speaker. So they're going there with a sense of mystery of like, I don't even know what they're going to be talking about. But we want people engaged, doing things, bumping into each other, and talking about that and taking action. Yeah, I think that it was really interesting. I mean, you started right out on this year, you know, with an immediate icebreaker, which, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, the icebreaker, right? But I discovered in that icebreaker that my husband and I had an exactly the same thought about something, and we'd be married 30 years, didn't even know that. So, I mean, really? right there in the first five minutes. There's an impact. You know, we, we Do you were, want to share you, that? You, yes, it was incredible. <laughs> you were asking about what we wanted about, what we were curious about, and, and what we were both curious about, and we were telling different people, and then we came back and realized we were telling other people the exact same thing. It was fascinating. But, I mean, I think that's, you know, you immediately get people up and engaged. I know this, you know, nice little X was a very interesting part of a mass program that you did uh, with one of your speakers. So I, I think that, you know, the gift of time, and I think it's just also the gift of opportunity to engage with other people yeah, that you I, don't know. 
Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the X because that was actually a live experiment on AI, on what is an artificial intelligence. And, and that was a great experiment. Everybody, had, we had like 200 foam Xs and people were following instructions and flipping them, getting interactive. And that's part of our goal of the interactivity. We don't want people sitting here like this. We want people doing things, being interactive as much as possible. And that's a, that's a great example. Yeah. So James, talk a little bit, you know, 10 years, 10 year anniversary. Why do you think, I mean, you've been an important part of it, the themes and everything. Why do you think it's been so successful for 10 years? You know, I think as we grow up, we can kind of lose some of the wonder that we had as a child. And there's no really good place for adults to get out there and like find that wonder again and to gain all the like insight and ideas and like really have a playground for your mind. So like, you remember the ball pits as a kid and how awesome those were? Yes. Like, TEDx in April was like the ball pit for adults. And um, it's a full day event, it's completely immersive and you can just go play um, free of like political and uh, religious and corporate um, like information and identities and, and things like that. So TEDx in April is just like, it allows people to play in a way they haven't been able to do so in a long, long time. Um, and especially with like really beautiful, fa fascinating and unique ideas. Yeah, I think that's incredible. That's a great way to articulate it. I'm gonna think about the ball. Cause I do there it think is. that. It was, <laughs> yeah, that's a great analogy. So as we wrap up Arthur, 2020, what's coming? Oh, I'm not going to share anything yet. <laughs> Too oh, early to say. I have the carpet. You're not going to share anything. But it's going to be, again, in November. Yes. Okay. It's always like the first or second week of November 20, okay. 2020. And, uh, yeah, every, every year we ratchet it up a little bit. And, yeah, we have some pretty interesting things for this year, next year. But you're going to have to wait and see. We okay. love surprises and mysteries. Oh, you so. do. You do. You do. And we'll be at Yellow Box again? Yes. Okay. That's a wonderful venue. I thought they did a great job for you there. So, all right, well, listen, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for sharing the carpet. Thank you for giving us the benefit of time. We appreciate that. Well, thank, you. thank you. If you would like to learn more about TEDx Naperville, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go away. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. You work hard, and you want to see your efforts pay off, literally. Whether you're dreaming of retirement, growing your business, or leaving a legacy for future generations, at Busey, we help you realize the possibilities of tomorrow. We listen to your needs and goals to create a sound strategy for you and your family. Enjoy the achievements of your life and work. We'll handle the rest. Busey, your dream, our promise. Have you been a guest in our studio or part of a news story? Have you seen a news story that inspired you, or one that you just found interesting? Has your son or daughter been featured in a sports highlight, or perhaps they interned with us? If you've been impacted or informed by NCTV 17, kindly consider a donation. By doing so, you'll be helping to document our community's history as it happens. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette. I'm joined now by Deb Lewin and Don Kalish. They're here from a Path to Recovery Foundation. So welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Really glad to have you. And I'm going to kick off right with you, Don. What is a Path to Recovery Foundation? Well, Path is a not-for-profit foundation, and our primary mission is to help families dealing with substance abuse. And Recent data indicates that approximately one out of every five families are dealing with some form of substance abuse, which includes alcoholism. So let me say that again. One out of every five families are dealing with some form of substance abuse. So as part of our mission, 
we act as navigators trying to help guide and educate individuals with regard to all the different forms of addiction and treatment. And it, included in that would be detox, rehab, and recovery. An important note is that when individuals get out of rehab, they're not fixed or cured. They're in recovery every day for the rest of their lives and they need the support of their families and loved ones. So what we do is we have support meetings and in there we provide a safe space for individuals to communicate free without fear of stigma. These meetings are led by individuals like Deb who have experience in dealing with these issues from personal experience. Our website, pathtorecoveryfoundation.org, has a wealth of information, including resource guides and listings of facilities that provide substance abuse and mental health treatment and other helplines. We also provide social media support through our Facebook pages, email support, and phone support. That's a lot of stuff you're doing. That's and a some lot of pretty stuff. frightening statistics as well, right? Right. Deb, talk a little bit about how it got started. So I founded the Path to Recovery Foundation over five years ago after a journey with my own son and substance use issues. I wanted to make a difference in the community and, and, and give back. Um, when my son went to treatment, the first thing they said to, him, to me was, go to a meeting, get support, and get education. And that's exactly what I did. So after a year of doing that, I decided it was time to give back, and I started my own group where we offer a variety of different things. Um, it is so important for families to be in recovery as we expect our loved ones to be in recovery. When we make the changes, that is the best chance that they have to make a change. Okay, so I really grew out of that personal experience that you had. Yes. Yeah. Don, and, and say a little bit more, because I know you're on the board, you've been very supportive of this. You know, how does that make you feel? Well, let me tell you how I got involved. My involvement started on May 16, 2016, when my wife called me at work to tell me that our youngest son, Randy, had been found dead of a heroin overdose. Through our journey through this family tragedy, we looked for ways that we could help others. I was lucky enough to find PATH, and with my background in corporate finance and leadership, I've been able to provide structure and increase our outreach. So that's how I got started. Okay. And, and I absolutely love what Deb has been doing and the group of ladies she put together to get this thing started. Oh, that's important, isn't it? And then getting resources. So Deb, talk a little bit about those small groups and how that works. Well, we have five different support group meetings in Will, DuPage, and Kane County. We offer an open platform. All of our meetings are completely confidential. Nothing is shared from one meeting to another with anybody. Um, it gives families a chance to to talk, to talk about their experiences. And we know that what works for one family may not work for another, but it is important to share because you can grab something from everybody to try to do that work at home. Um, we also offer educational speakers. They come in from treatment centers, detox centers, sober living homes, neurofeedback. Um, the most important speakers that we have are people that are in recovery because we learn so much from them. Um, we also offer a lending library, which is a huge set of books that you can choose from on addiction, on the brain, as well as DVDs, so families can continue their education at home. We also offer um, meditation, yoga, crafts, and recovery coach training. Not training, I'm sorry, just recovery coaching. Um, we have drug kits that we make sure every family gets to make sure that if they need to test their loved one at home, they have it ready and available. We offer Narcan, which is the overdose reversal drug. Mm -hmm. um, we make sure that they are trained to administer it, and we supply that with them only if they have the training. We don't just hand it out. Okay. Um, 
the Narcan is only for an opioid. So it's extremely important to know that if someone is overdosing on something other than an opioid and we don't know what they're overdosing on, that the Narcan will not harm them, but it will also not reverse that overdose. Okay. So calling 911 is extremely important. Okay. Um, and we also offer fentanyl test strips, and that is for someone who is in active addiction or they have a family member who is act in active addiction to make sure that they test their product. Okay. So if there is fentanyl in there, hopefully they will make the decision to toss it, get something different. But it also helps us build that relationship with the person that is struggling. Our goal is to keep them alive. When there is life, there is hope. So as we build that relationship with them through giving them fentanyl test strips and things like that, we hope to help get them into recovery, to be there for them. Okay. So and I that's mean... A, that's sorry, a form of harm reduction. And if my son had had those fentanyl testing strips, he might still be with us today. I'm so, so sorry. So. I mean, that's, you know, it, it's such a tragic situation. Um, you think about all the education that we all need, right? Because it, it, it's a community-wide issue. Um, so the education that you're providing, but I have got to believe that the support that you're giving those families and just the opportunity to talk about it. Um, you know, the old adage of a trouble shared is a trouble have. That ability to be able to freely speak, confidentially speak about your worries, um, I've got to believe is, is hugely important. Families are the key. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, obviously, you're providing a lot of services. Uh, that doesn't come at no price. So, uh, Don, how are you funded? How do you find the money for that? Well, um, PATH provides all of our services for free. So we're completely reliant right now on donations, grants, and fundraising. We're in the process right now of creating a new business plan, and that will enable us to reach our ultimate goal, which is to provide enough funding so we can own or rent a space that's large enough we can provide our services up to seven days a week. When we get done with that plan, then we'll have to have a big fundraising plan where we'll go out and be looking for more donations and trying to secure more grants. So that's something we're going to be doing in the next couple of months. Okay. So Deb, as you look ahead in the next couple of years, where would you like to see PATH? Our goal for 2020 is to start a recovery community organization. And RCO is to help those in recovery find success and find their purpose. We plan to do that through offering many different um, programming, which would be getting their GED if needed. If they want to go to college, apply for their, help them apply for college, interview skills, a job bank, resume writing, um, MAT, which is Medicaid Assistant Treatment Providers, mental health providers, just a variety of things as far as recovery coaching to help them find that success because they're so often left alone. Many yeah. times their families have separated from them and they need to feel success, and we want to be there to support them and love them every step of the way. Yeah, I think uh, you, you speak so eloquently on it, and I think, Don, you said it, recovery is just the start. It's, it's, it's an ongoing process for the rest of your life, so if you, if you don't have the supports that you need, um, then, yeah, then I mean, there's a different path. That a lot of people think it's like you bring your car in and your car's fixed, um, and it's, it's done with. That's not the same with addiction. Yeah. It's a lifelong struggle. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming by. And both gates is done. I'm so sorry for your loss and Deb for the great work that you're doing in starting this and keeping it going. And I wish you all the best for thank 2020. You. If you are interested in finding out more about a Path to Recovery Foundation, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight. 
and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you would like to learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please go to our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive our daily news update, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.